Hello and welcome to the Ramon Foster Show brought to you by our friends at the Get-Go Cafe and Market where they're open 24-7 serving hot, fresh food. Moan, this is it. Where? This is it. It's where? draft day. Can you imagine being one of those dudes and or dudettes? Because there's plenty of those at this point. Yeah. In the NFL industry. Yes. Who just focus on this day. 364 days of the year. Yeah. They're like they're like Santa. It is. It's Christmas is what it is, man. The fan base is excited. I'm excited. You're excited. We 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 got it to a science. I remember looking at mock drafts. Mock drafts at the beginning of the 2021 season, college season, okay? That's how far back this goes. So, yeah, this is Christmas for the experts, for the fans, for myself, because I'll be real. I'm excited about about today. I'm excited about this draft pick, man. I really am because we're in the new space right now. Yeah, there's no question about that. There's always something that's so uniquely energizing about a football draft Yeah, versus I shouldn't say any other sport because I don't know how it is in basketball. They only have two rounds, so you're bringing in two real studs to your team no matter who you are or what. But uh, with the NFL, there's just such hope that comes with it. Whatever angst or whatever else that you suffered through for months, it's not like, oh, yeah, and now we got one of these, and now we got three of these, and now we got four of those, and oh, no, we're going to push this guy, and we're going to push that guy, and get rid of this bum. You know, and, and this it becomes a, a period, three solid days yeah. of hope, you know? Yeah, it is. And then trying to find the new guy at that, you know, that's, that's replacing them or that you can cheer for is, is going to be the, hey, whose jersey am I getting? That goes through the mindset also. Like, how soon can I get player X's jersey? And and it's, it's the new fandom of it all, DK. And like you said, and I've always acknowledged it, we're excited about this day and what is this going to be. But in that same sense, there's a veteran on that team that's looking at his days and counting them down like, eh. <laughs> Or as me, yeah. we mentioned yesterday, there are some young veterans like Deontay or Chase Claypool is like, why are you bringing him in? I'm just as good. So, um, it's it's a good day. It's a real good day. Is it though? This is this is the what this is uh, since you bring this up here. I'm picturing <laughs> Ramon Foster, let's say, I don't know, 6th or 7th year in the NFL. Now you told me many times that yeah. you always felt there was somebody breathing down your neck. Facts. That's just the way you the way you operated. But you're watching a draft and you see Pittsburgh Steelers select from (laughs) left guard, even though they would never say left guard, left guard, (laughs) player Z, player Z, player Z and the the Z family are jumping up and down and Roger Goodell's waiting up there with open arms. And here's Moan sitting at home going, the hell (laughs) from where and how? Yeah, what? no, that's that's a huge part of it, though, DK, is uh, the business never stops. And that's why I said when, when the mocks came out last year as the top prospects for, last, for the next year, there were some guys looking like, why the hell? Like, I know our team won't be that great. They're probably going to pick at that position, you know? So I remember watching Malik Willis. I didn't really know who he was when I when I saw his name pop up on the uh, mock drafts for the, the 2022 draft. And here we are speaking about him and him potentially going to Pittsburgh. 
You know, like that's how quick the cycle rolls. That's where it goes into. Ben doesn't have to have to worry about it. That falls on on Mason and on Mitch. So um, but that's the beauty. And that's why also I always bring this up. Fans love teams. They like players unless you're great. Then they'll love you. But they love teams because no matter what happens, the team is always there. The team is always a part of the community unless you're threatening to move like Oakland did. And now they're in Las Vegas. These are outliers. Or Chicago is threatening to go to the suburbs. Or Jacksonville, which actually has spent half the season overseas. Yeah, (laughs) but (laughs) but that fan base is a little different, too. But Mm -hmm. they always love the team because the team is always there. And the team feeds you excitement of the draft, of free agency, of the season. And that's where we are right now, the feeding of the beast of what is NFL football. And I'm on the other side of it, and I see how it works, and I enjoy it. But as a player, like you said, when they mention the player in my position, all right, here we go. Let's go to war. You know what I'm saying as far as trying to protect my position. But that's the beauty of what competition is. That's why they continuously have a draft every single year because certain teams, and I don't believe all teams do it, but certain teams are actually trying to get better or trying to sustain and get themselves to a point to where they're competing for Super Bowls. And Pittsburgh picking at 20 is a little bit higher than what we want it to be considering how good we've been uh, over the years. But 20 is a good place. You're still above the line when it comes to performance of that team. And that's how you keep fans engaged in this, DK. I love it. Well, let's do this. You mentioned Mitch and Mason, and let's say Mitch and Mason are doing that thing, you know, tonight yeah. at 8 o'clock, and they're watching, and and the Steelers get to quarterback. I'm sorry. The Steelers get to number 20. <laughs> yeah. Or whenever the quarterback might come to them, depending on trading up and trading down. And you're, I mean, Mason's already, you know, taking his hits here. Yeah. Okay. So let's focus more on Mitch Trubisky, who's at least got to be the presumed starter. And you're Mitch and you're watching this. And Malik Willis is one thing because he comes in as a project. But yeah. Let's say that just that it is a Kenny Pickett or it's yeah. someone who could come in and challenge right Quite, away. Yeah. How are you feeling? It's, I'm going to be real with you. It's, um, I was a great teammate when it came down to that. You know, I I think I can say that. You can ask the guys that played behind me or they drafted in my position. But if I'm just being real, DK, and I don't think I've ever said it, because I've always tried to say I bring guys under my wing like you're with me. Mm -hmm. But in my position where I was, which is very similar to what Mitch Trubisky is, he's at a point to where he becomes the guy or he becomes the bridge guy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 one or two roles he's about to take with either the stiller pick or how he plays moving forward in this 2022 season. If I'm Mitch and I've been in this position where they're talking about drafting your position, when it happens and it happened to me, my mindset, F that guy. <laughs> oh you my. Know, I'm going to be the best teammate you have. And I'm going to help you as much as you can. And I'm going to welcome the challenge of competing against you. But on the day that it happens, and probably everybody in my family is going to feel that way. F that guy. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm at. Because in the spirit of competition, I can't let you get me. I'm not going to bow down and roll over for you. So we're going to see, I hope, the best Mitch or Mason that the Pittsburgh Steelers can get out of. Because if they do go pick at 20, a quarterback... My mindset is turn that switch on, not like in the summer or OTAs. It's right now. 
When we come back, who is really the guy? Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. And all week we've used the second segment to do a thing called Who's the Guy? And Ramon has offered his opinion on a lot of different players. But Ramon, that's not how it flies on draft day. You know, we don't, you have to set down the smorgasbord and head for the main course. So who really is the player the Steelers are going to take at number 20 overall, or will it even be at number 20? Man. So here, here we are the day, um, to pick our guy and either we're going to look like idiots DK or we're going to look like geniuses on who's really the guy. And, And today being, being draft day, um, is let's let's not gaslight is where I'm at. I, I, I say this. I do think there will be a run on, on quarterbacks. And by run, I mean two. The two are probably going to get picked. Malik Willis and I, and I honestly think Kenny Pickett will go simply because the anxiety of getting a quarterback. And this is the other part too, the luxury too, DK, of having slotted payment when it comes down to the new CBA and rookies getting paid. You can go get a first-round quarterback, throw him into the fire. I think we're seeing a little bit of that right now with Zach Wilson in New York. Throw him into the fire. See what you're going to get out of it. Either he is or, in slang words, or he ain't. And because you're not investing a whole lot of money, a whole lot of money into him the way you did with, let's say, Matthew Stafford, let's say Sam Bradford, those types of guys, they become a little bit more expendable. So I think some teams will take a chance on Malik a little bit earlier than Pittsburgh or take a chance on Kenny Pickett. And at that point, you got to pick what's available to you. And a, a guy that I can see Pittsburgh realistically picking, uh, and it goes back to our conversation a little bit yesterday, it could be a Jahan Dotson, just being completely honest with you. Um, I, I would almost bet that, like I said, so those there'd two have to be a run on wide receivers. Let's it, let's let's be real here, okay? Because, that's true too. Because there are probably, by most estimations, three or four at least wide receivers ahead mm-hmm. of Dots and yep. Uh, and for the Steelers to be picking at twenty, you'd have to see quite a run. You you would, and and I I think that can be the case too, DK, because the draft is going to be weird this year. I feel like there's going to be trades moving forward, people trying to move out because they like this draft, but they don't love it. It's going to be lineman heaven. Pittsburgh doesn't need one, so you go get the best available in that skill. I think finding a guy like Jahan Dotson at that point for that value at twenty, I think kind of bleeds into the reality of where Pittsburgh is. You can go get a quarterback, but why reach for the ones that you really don't want? If Malik is gone and I think he could possibly be gone tonight, then I say, let's go with the next best option. If, if Olave's not there, I'm going with Dotson. I know a lot of people do like Olave also out of Ohio State. And if, if, if he's not there, then you go to the next available guy. And in my opinion, I think that's Jahan Dotson. And I'm looking at this situation and trying to read all the tea leaves that have been spread <laughs> Everywhere over the past few weeks, including at the Monday press conference, and I keep coming back to one thing, and that is when the Steelers want a guy, yeah, they will move heaven and earth to get him, or at least have a you know some kind of really viable plan B. But I don't get the sense from these guys that they're sitting there going, "All right, well, if A doesn't work out, then B, then and then a C." Uh, this they've yeah. spent so much energy 
on quarterback. So much time. We have. And that I'm sorry, but that's just human nature. We don't like to waste energy and effort on yeah. things that don't amount to anything for us. That's so, human. Go okay, ahead. Go, go ahead. Oh, you know where I'm no, going. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh. so you're saying you're saying quarterback. So if that's no, the case, I'm saying one quarterback. You're saying one quarterback. One quarterback. Malik. Yes. I I can agree, but it, it, so if I was to ask you who's the best quarterback in this draft, nah, I'm not. I'm not. It doesn't matter. We're trying it doesn't to matter who they. Not to, I mean, okay, yeah. What matters no. is what they think because it's their pick. It is their pick, and so yeah. So you're saying Malik? If, I, if, I if think that's the case. I, I think that they're in love with a kid. Okay, so if you get to a point and you know another team likes them, then you, you're saying the Steelers are gonna possibly trade up if knocking if, on doors. They're knocking, knocking on doors. doors as we speak. Wow, that's that's uh, I'd love to see us do that type of move again in recent history. I think it was it was Devin Bush was the last no, guy. Yeah, no need to. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I'm not even and, blaming and Devin, Devin could still end up being a good player and everything. And else I think here, he will. So, yeah, he came off a really serious injury. I still think he will. I'm hearing fan, other fan bases complain about their players that's coming off of ACLs, too. So yeah, everybody's, everybody's in the same page. And if you're a student of the game, which our listeners are, because they comment and tell us that they are in certain ways, okay? Then they'll they'll say this. It's not the year after the ACL. It's the next year. It's only been one yes. demon, one friggin' alien to come off of an ACL in my recent knowledge, and that was Adrian Peterson. You remember when he came back post ACL? I I agree with all your descriptions, JP. But yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I say those. I'm saying in the sense that he's a damn good player and future Hall of Famer by coming off of an ACL tear to go get 2,000 yards. If I'm not mistaken, that's the one of the most recent ones in in my memory as far as killing it post ACL. No, that's that's it. That's it. I I just see them making that move, Moan. I really do. I, I think you're going to see them get aggressive and say, listen, this is an extraordinary circumstance. Yeah. This is the first draft we've had without a franchise quarterback in the fold in nearly 20 years. Yeah. Uh, we're ready to do whatever it is that we have wow. to do to get the player that we feel as the Pittsburgh Steelers and everybody went to all of his workouts. <laughs> Art Rooney went to them. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, we get it. You like him, you yeah. know? So do and you think they're, do you think ownerships and team or teams are debt friendly to be like, all right, Pittsburgh, we'll allow you to go get No, it. no, okay. I don't at all. I think okay. what, what, what all that happens is you engage in significant trade talks. Okay. And you I say, love what, that are, what are you, what are you willing to give up? And if the Steelers say, well, listen, in, you know, when we, uh, you know, did the Devin Bush thing. There was a third and a fifth yeah. that went so that they would move from pretty much the same spot up to number 10. And, you know, this is this is going to be, I think, kind of similar. You have to forfeit, I think, this notion that you're going to get ahead of Carolina. Mm. Okay. Okay. The Panthers are all the way up at number six. But what you have to find out from the Panthers or somebody yeah. is, are they going to take Kenny Pickett? Oh, that's See, there's fun. a whole lot of cat and mouse here. This bone, by the way, is why I don't buy anything that they say about <laughs> we, don't, we don't mock drafts. We just worry about ourselves. You don't have that option here. You don't. You don't. And will, we will find out tonight. We will. When we come back, hey, Moan. 
Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. It's time for our Hey Moan segment. And today's might be my favorite ever. Randy Duncan says, Hey Moan, my one criticism of this show is that it's too short. I'm loving some Moan, and I'm hoping you can get that special guest list going. I am so ready, says Randy. There isn't even a question in there. Randy's just pumped. Well, guess what? We have good news for Randy, don't we, over this weekend? Yes, yes, we do. We are going all over the weekend discussing draft picks, discussing everything about the moves that, look, Kev's making on his last hoorah, his last hooray, his last whatever you want to call it. Uh, That's interesting, too. I'll I'll be, boy, I'll be shocked if Kev doesn't just linger around and you see him after the fact. But we're rocking through the entire uh, weekend, man. And I'm excited to cover this. I'm excited to be a part of it. And again, you you guys are far too kind, too, by the way, in the comments. Uh, I'm appreciative of of you guys for appreciating me and honestly for the honesty you give us uh, about this show and myself, too. So thank you. Um, This weekend is going to be fun. We're just getting started, DK. We sure are. Let's do another one tomorrow to talk about Malik Willis being in Pittsburgh. You sick, though.